0: Hi, I'm Cindy and welcome to Taiwan Jen, where you'll meet inspiring Taiwanese people all over the world. Today's chat is with Brian, who has the food Instagram account TW Food Addict. I wanted to connect with someone passionate about introducing Taiwanese food to the masses because food is just its such a great entry point to a new culture. It's how I learned about Korea, Mexico, India. There's more, I just can't think of it right now. (laughs) What most of my friends know about Taiwan is also through food, Um, the bubble tea, popcorn chicken, and for the advanced, beef noodles, stinky tofu. Unless they've seen Meteor Garden or something. (laughs) That's their base knowledge of Taiwan. I wanna know how Brian's using food as a vehicle to tell his stories and maybe how he's been able to connect deeper to the Taiwanese culture himself. And I mean, obviously, I want to know where to eat in Taipei. (laughs) Don't worry, I will share that with you, too. Let's get to it. Hi, Brian, tell us about yourself and your connection to Taiwan.
1: So my name is Brian. I am a Taiwanese Canadian immigrant. so I was born in Taiwan and both of my ta- uh, parents are Taiwanese and I immigrated to Canada when I was 6 years old. Um I went to Vancouver and lived in Vancouver for over 22 years of my life and I moved back to Taiwan in 2013.
0: I you know you might know that I'm Canadian too.
1: <laughs> oh, I didn't um, know that.
0: Yeah, that's right. Um I'm in Toronto though. What do you miss about Canada now that you're gone? So,
1: Especially uh, Vancouver on the west coast, definitely the 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 salmon sashimis. It <laughs> it doesn't get any better than that. I cannot find any fresh, sure or fresher, freshest salmon sashimi ever in Taipei compared to Vancouver.
0: I think it's so good you mentioned food because you know you are a food Instagrammer. So
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I, I I moved back seven years ago, and I have like this it, a desire of like well, I want to eat sushi, but when I when I go out, I'm like, oh uh, this doesn't, this is not equivalent to the Vancouver ones, and I get upset each and every time. That's pretty funny.
0: I've been to Sushi Garden. That's the one my friend took me to.
1: <laughs> yes, that's the one on Kingsway and in Burnaby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know, know that one. I've been there a million times. That's one of my favorite. <laughs> sushi restaurant in 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 Vancouver or in Burn- Burnaby yeah
0: shout out shout out to sushi Garden. You mentioned you're an Instagram influencer. Tell us about your instagram account. And what can we expect to see on it? uh
1: my account I started this account kind of by accident because one of my friends in Vancouver are like he is so jealous of my mm-hmm. the the things I'm being eating in Taiwan, so he kind of said it in a very kidding way he said brian can you please stop posting food about taiwan if you want to post food why don't you just create another account so we cannot see them so that is one of the like the starting point the
0: oh my God. of
1: why i started it and he's one of my best friends so it's kind of funny and <laughs> another reason is because of anthony Bournain, the, the 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 popular chef um and his story inspired me so much so I kind of put these two things into the in the basket and said Brian should I start it and I started it and I at that night I spent two hours of my time um, going on to Instagram and at that time I didn't know where this will take me but I I I, I named I went to the um, Instagram and, and find the available IDs and I at the end I named my account TW Dot food addict which means taiwan food addict
0: what does your friend have to say now
1: (laughs) oh he is he he became the 8031 follower oh that's pretty funny too but he he, at in the end he followed it and um you know we joked about it like two months ago or a month and a half two months ago so that's pretty good. And you asked what can we expect to see on Taiwan food addict? Food addict. Um so I have a plan in place to post as much local foods as much as possible for 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 the tourists. So I want to take tourists away from the tourist areas into where the locals eat. So that's that's the things that I I'm I'm going to work really hard on.
0: Yeah, that's so great. I started watching some YouTube recommendations too because I do want to know more of you know, local cuisines, not just in Taipei, but other cities.
1: Uh, yeah. So speaking of which, I have starting like maybe next year um, on a consistent basis, I will be posting different cities content on my page. Um, so I'm going to I'm going to like Kaohsiung, Taizhong, and Taoyuan, mm-hmm. Jilong, all these places. So I'll be I'll be posting a lot of different city con uh, contents. I want to do that so I can bring more other t- other tourists to another city.
0: Do you think people go to your account for restaurant recommendations?
1: I yes, I do by the means of uh the insights. I see the bookmarks and the shares. So if oh. you add those up in the last twenty posts, I yeah, there's a, a quite amount of a number I that I that that's been bookmarked. So I know that they come to my account.
0: Do you know off the top of your head what the most bookmarked restaurants are?
1: It's not a restaurant. It, I know which one it, it is. It's it's a cafe shop. It's like a dessert coffee shop. And it's 2D. And it's from Malaysia. Yeah, it's from Malaysia. And so now it, it's like a cartoon kind of thing. It, it's a oh. black and white. You walk in, you feel like you're in a cartoonish universe, I guess.
0: Wow. And
1: and that has oak garnished over 100 some 120 bookmarks
0: That's surprising. So people want cool experiences.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I I I kind of I kind of like know what my followers want to see. So mm-hmm. I try to I I do my best to feed them that.
0: Mhm. Mm-hmm. So this is a a side hustle for you, right?
1: It's becoming it's really getting closer to that uh point yes
0: um so <clears throat> i have some side hustles um other than this podcast i work full time i also um create books for kids to learn chinese i can get really tired <laughs>
1: you know yeah it's not easy managing this yeah. hustle by by yourself
0: mhm i want to know what keeps you going when you're tired
1: i think it's when followership continues to grow it kind of relights a fire in my belly and say hey now that there's more followers following you now i have an expect a responsibility or expectation to post something better and that's drive that's the driving force for me
0: Mm. what's the hardest part about being a foodie or a food blogger
1: i think i think when you first start out and when you're not like known to anybody and you're just trying to grind it out, trying to find the right thing. But Mm -hmm. I have a a story because I had only 300 followers last year in May and I have now like 9,400 something today. So what pushed me over the ledge is the, I watched a YouTuber account teaches you how to manage accounts. So that completely changed my life. That YouTuber changed my life, wow. and I and I yeah. reached one thousand followers last year in August, and then I knew something is something special is brewing in in my account.
0: Okay, you have to share the YouTube link with me after.
1: <laughs> okay, I will do that. I will That's do amazing.
0: That. It's so funny that um, I've done a few interviews so far, and people have referenced YouTube as their teacher to start their business.
1: Yeah yeah for sure because it it inspired me in so many ways like it gives me new ideas that i've never thought about in my life and i felt like i have some kind of a business structure in place but mm-hmm. i need to work hard like what day a day at a time to reach those goals and um it gives me inspirations to to it pushes me to to, to reach to to the unknown because i don't know where i'm going but i know that if i work really hard um you get rewarded somehow mm-hmm.
0: yeah and I, I think you're so right a lot of people haven't started something they're passionate about just because they're overthinking it right. so you just try yeah step well, one
1: yeah so one of my biggest uh interests is to is to try different kind of food so w- when i move back to taiwan i feel like mm. i'm a complete tourist yeah i'm i have taiwanese blood but i i feel like i don't know anything about taiwan so and especially in the food dining thing i don't know anything in night market i never i never been to a night market i don't even know what's in there so it kind of like give me this curiosity so, so I start going every single night market you can think of in Taipei. And I'm wow. like, oh, that's what this is. And I start gaining knowledge. I start, as I gain knowledge, um, I know what, what each night market offers. So I kind of put all those stuff the first few years when I came back to town into my food blog. So I know which one is the best. I know which one, which ones are the most locals visit. So I want to bring that side to my account. I want more followers to know that, yeah, yeah, you don't have to go to like the shooting market, <laughs> which is the, the number one North America visited in Taipei. But I want to other uh, tourists to come to those local ones. That's where you get the better food, I guess. It's mm-hmm. much cheap. It's much cheaper. <laughs> so yeah, I put those yeah. into into my account.
0: You're trying to bring more authentic, lesser known food to people. Something that I find really beautiful about that is I realize, you know, food is such a gateway to new cultures. Um,
1: yes, everyone, for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're not surprised that everyone I know in Canada is obsessed with bubble tea. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, 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 I don't know even one person who is not obsessed with bubble tea. I don't know this person <laughs> yet. I would love to know that person, to be honest.
0: On the culture piece. Food and culture, I really think go hand in hand. Has running your Instagram account brought you closer to the Taiwanese culture?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like I feel like every post I made, I get more connected to the roots of, of my Taiwanese roots. And I've, i because what I also like to do in all my posts um is to interview the head chef or the owner so i go into the i go into the the store or the restaurants and i i want to know the story i want to know like when this when this establishment was uh started like i want to know why they started mm-hmm. why did your grandpa started it i want to know if there are the uh first generation second generation or third generation so mm-hmm. i I I like to go to those mom and pop shops or like grandma grandpa pop shops. So that's the thing that I love about this. I learn so much in each of my visits.
0: So you're humanizing the food too, which is it's beautiful because it tastes better as well. When you're you really appreciate the food.
1: Yes, I do. I I I appreciate the food, and then you care about the industry, and that's the thing I mm-hmm. I care now
0: mm-hmm.
1: more than more than ever before.
0: So speaking of that, what has been the most re- rewarding moment for you so far?
1: I think one of the highlight um is uh when I attended the Michelin Guy presser 2 months ago, a month and a half ago. That is one of the biggest achievement I I think so far and Gordon Ramsay follower, that's the that's, that's probably the craziest thing that ever happened to my account.
0: Okay. You know this is coming. Describe yeah. Describe to me the exact moment when you open your phone and you saw Gordon Ramsay, Gordon Graham followed you.
1: So I was um, on a on a weekday, on a work day. So I woke up around like seven o'clock in the morning, and you know you get all these notifications on your uh, smartphone, and I use Samsung, so it says Gordon Graham, Gordon Ramsay is following you. So when every person that follows me, I get like a notification on my Mm -hmm. phone and i'm like no way this has to be this has to be a joke there's no way and i was still like kind of half asleep i'm not like fully awake yet i i, ter- I turn on the instagram app and i look at it and then it says gordon ramsay falling and i see a kind of blue verified uh marker i'm like no way so i i just i couldn't believe it I, I feel like i've I just fainted on my bed again kind of thing and i just And I knew in my heart, maybe all these hard work that I put into my account is being recognized. And I feel so grateful Mm -hmm. to to have his follower because he's one of the biggest food influencer probably in the in the universe. And he's picky. (laughs) Yeah. So So I feel like that's an added extra like responsibility, Mm -hmm. if you know what I mean.
0: Blue check mark.
1: Um Yeah. Not. It gives me like I want to meet them. I want to like. You know, mm-hmm. give them a food tour of Taiwan in the future. If if that comes, I'm I'll I don't know. I feel like I'm in a dream. I think.
0: Put it on your vision board. It could happen. You never know. Yeah. I am actually a huge Gordon Ramsay <laughs> fan, and one of his favorite dishes uh, he's ever had, favorite meals, was um, on a small fishing boat in Vietnam. It's like a bowl. Oh, of All right. Fun- yeah, I don't remember the full thing, but it does remind me of, you know, your mission to bring in more authentic local food. I think you do yeah. have something in common.
1: <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe it's the, the, the Anthony Bourdain thing. I, I feel so inspired by his story.
0: Is there a specific part of Anthony Bourdain's story that you
1: connected? I think, I think it's what what he does is he goes to these alleys and all these you know mountains and of different all these Asia countries, and he just eats things that he has never eaten before, mm-hmm. and he and he he recognizes the sh- the local chefs and and he and he talks about it on in on, in his show and from a chef point of view, and then you're like, wow, that's that's very special. Mm-hmm. We as a generation need to keep passing on the stories to the next generation. Mm-hmm. And, Instagram is just a platform for me to use it.
0: Exactly. So last question um for the fans, the listeners. I know they they're dying to to know this one. Tell us your top 3 must eat dishes in Taiwan.
1: So my top 3 like local Taiwanese food is one is the 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 beef noodle soup. I I can eat that a lot because I'm a noodle person. So I like noodle um, that's one thing second is the oyster o- omelette mm. the oyster omelette and the the third thing is the shaved ice I love the shaved ice mm. like all those t- the tapioca's all these jellies and you know IU jellies and grass grass jellies all these stuff that's the my top three
0: I love it. it's not a cat or dog person it's are you a noodle or rice person <laughs> Oh man, now I can't wait to go back. <laughs> I'm
1: hungry. Yeah. Well, I'll personally give you a food tour and come back.
0: So it's clear to me that, you know, you're working on this and trying to bring Taiwanese food to the international stage, um, is because you're right. passionate about Taiwan, like me. Right. What does Taiwan mean to you now, now that you've lived there, you've gotten acquainted with it?
1: I think the first few years when I came back to Taiwan, I I struggled mightily because of the language. But now, now that this food blog is part of who I am now, uh, I feel like I have a duty to to make Taiwan to promote Taiwan to the world. So I think Taiwan means a lot to me now. I feel like wow, I want more people from all over the world to know more about Taiwan because there's so many hidden stories like hidden gems like behind the alley stuff that I want to unearth for people out there to know
0: Brian's story to me is all about tradition in a society where we emphasize the new 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 iPhone the new Netflix movie new crypto (laughs) I don't know I'm making things up now Uh, it's it's easy to dismiss our history I love that Brian makes a point to highlight the mom-and-pop shops, the food stands in the alleyway, the cities that are not Taipei. Thank you for listening. I'll let you know how my food tour goes. Don't hate. <laughs> I'll eat for all of us. To visit Brian's food recos, follow him on TW Food Addict. Or if you want to nominate a Taiwan Yuan let me know at cindy at taiwan人.co. Taiwan got you.